Christian Pulisic was uh, supposed to be the man of the match award for the ICC game today. Yeah. But couldn't because it was sponsored by Heineken and he's 19 in the U.S. Like, don't you think that's one of those things that it should just be like a uh, pass? Like, Yeah, I mean, like, he's not going to drink out of cares? it. He Christian... probably doesn't drink anyway because he's an elite <laughs> athlete. No, like I'm sure he doesn't like drink like frequently, you know. Or, like, I okay. Honestly, well, if you if you asked him, I bet you'd be like, "Nah, I, I don't drink." One, I the only reason I'm gonna say he does drink is because he plays in Germany. You like mandatory? Okay, that's a good, that's a good point. Like if you're if you're who's like a veteran like German player on Dortmund, like <clears throat> like uh, Marco Royce. You probably have to like initiation, like you th- yeah. I'd be probably drink per- a Stein. I would wonder what their initiation process. You gotta is. like, you gotta do a Stein race, like probably naked, in the locker room, and then like run it to like the team, the, all the Steins, and then put them down, and then you probably have to like bang two of them. <laughs> and it's German beer, I th- like I, I feel like they probably set. The initiate up to fail too. Yeah. So like you have to, if you lose, you have to do, you know, have to streak across the stadium or yeah, something probably. like that. Yeah. I I could see him being kind of fruity and not wanting to drink though. He uh, he's nineteen. He really can't even drink in America. That sucks. Imagine being world famous like Christian Pulisic, and you can, you come back home and you're like. Fuck, I can't even... Somebody tells me that he would get a pass no matter where he went, though. Yeah, he definitely... Nobody would even question anything. It's probably why he doesn't come home a lot. He probably just goes to the German beer halls and (laughs) just gets absolutely tanked with the boys. Like Goetze and Royce, they probably all... They're all young on that Dortmund team. They probably all go party. Yeah, so... On the subject of German players... Um, Mesut Ozil just decided to uh, to retire from football with a whole bunch of controversy behind it. Uh, I've heard that he's not retired yet. He just won't play in like a in the German jersey until like basically what he said is give, that yeah, give us the give us a, give us the backstory of exactly like or what what you've heard actually led up to this point though. I've heard. Or what I've read, and he put out like a big like statement. It was like a three-page essay. Yeah, it was yeah. literally like more than I've ever written for any <laughs> college assignment ever. Yeah. So apparently, like when they lost, he was getting attacked because he also was very close with the Turkish president. So like German media was like going after him, and people were like going after him for basically just like being friends with the Turkish president, which is perfectly fine because he also is Turkish. Like, that's where his heritage is. And apparently he was just not having it, so he put out this whole lengthy statement with, like, the reason what happened and then, like, also explaining, like, his links to Turkey. And then he was criticizing, like, the German team and the German fans and how media and people, like were helping him and responded to this. So then he basically just like decided to make the decision to not play for them because he like feels like no one wants him to play for them. So he just quit pretty much. Yeah. And what's the, the, the name of the, the actual guy that he had like the main beef with what was his name? Uh, the German uh, whoever like the chairman yeah, it's, it's of like, not like a German, common name you wouldn't yeah. know who he is but the ger- whoever this is. this chairman or president guy is um he in his statement directly called him out multiple <laughs> times reinhard grindel <laughs> okay well mr grindel was called out 
four or five times throughout the uh, the statement just for like being the sole reason that you know he 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 came to this this decision. Hey, we're recording, so if you wouldn't mind not. <laughs> Want to be our first guest? Yeah, you could be our first <laughs> guest. Say hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> Did you fix the light? No, I'll do it when we're done. Okay. <laughs> Shout out, Mom. Um, blah, 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 blah. I lost my train of... Oh, yeah. So, President Grindle, I guess, was treating this... The, not, I guess not him, but, like, the situation that is involving him poorly. And, like, Mezut was just like, nah. And then... Quit... <sighs> Not that Germany needs any more bad news regarding their football team currently, but they don't have any more Ozil. Which, you know, is a shame because in Ozil's peak, he is one of the most dominant players on the field, on any field. Um, I mean, they had a... It's like, if, if all the German players were actually, like, happy and had, you know... Better, probably a better PR and better, better locker room. I'll I work f- for German PR. Yeah, clean, want, clean that up. Like, they want a job. Because I'm, I'm like 98% confident. You know, 98% of the teams that have good PR and good, like, at least show that they do, it just happens to be that their team is better as well yeah. on the field. Look so, at France. Like, they the, were putting out all the pictures of them, like, not really even training, just, like, fucking around with each other. And, like, showing that, like, the team was, like, all friends and, like, all had good chemistry. Yeah, and that's how. Same with England, and they made yeah, a, they made a fat run. So my boys, my boys. Yeah. So as of right now, uh, no Mesut Özil for Germany, which could. And if you don't be, care care about Mesut uh, or the, his whole story, which you probably don't, <laughs> just Google him if you don't know what he looks like, um, and just just you know see what he looks like. In my opinion, it's someone like. Nemo from Finding Nemo. I've also heard he is going to be uh, an extra in the new Avatar movie. <laughs> He's very Avatar esque with those. Just up. paint him blue and your eyeballs pop. Golden. Yeah. Uh, so the World Cup, yeah, is is over and we're all sad and we haven't given you any World Cup uh, thoughts or opinions. Yeah, we are busy watching we're, the World Cup. We're too busy, infatuated by the brilliance that was. And if you didn't think that. This tournament was one of the best tournaments you'll see in your entire life. You are wrong. That was Sorry. A, that was a crazy, crazy World Cup. I've never seen games happen the way they happen. Just player. I. It's actually kind of funny because besides Mbappe, who everyone knew was going to do what, maybe not knew was going to do well, but like had the potential. There wasn't really any like breakout player. I don't think. Like I'm trying to like, twenty fourteen the breakout player was James Rodriguez. Like, yeah, no questions asked. Like this, somewhat relatively unknown guy scores the most goals and then gets bought by Real Madrid because that's just how it works. And now he's one of the best players in the world. Yeah, but like, there were just a lot, a lot, a lot of really good players just like doing their thing. Yeah, like obviously. Mbappe was one of the more impressive, but he's just he's just being impressive throughout. Yeah, John and I have been saying that Mbappe is going to be the top three player in the world like for the past two years. So yeah, he's going to be is nineteen. He's going to be insane. I was one of my friends actually texted me, and he's a soccer guy, and he was asking like what I thought about Mbappe, and I was like, dude, like my friend from <laughs> my friend from college. And I was like, I've never seen anybody like run like that. Like this kid's crazy. He's like nineteen and he's like cutting up defenders like on the national stage. He oozes with confidence. I was like, dude, when okay. we were nineteen, we were like getting trashed and like singing shaggy songs at three AM in like our buddy's dorm room, like, holy fuck, this kid just won a World Cup at nineteen. Like, that's insane. But he's he I it's like everyone. I hope he still does good because now, everyone and their mother is gonna have their eyes on him, and good thing for PSG swooping him up. Oh yeah, by the way, guys. Um, yeah, good for PSG. I'm putting, and I suggest you do the same. Put put a put a put 
50 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever you got lying around, put that on PSG winning the Champions League next year because next season, it, I think it's going to happen. You think so? That's that's who I'm going with from right now, and I bet you the odds are pretty good right now. So I wonder what, actually what the odds are to for Champions League winners. I know I can't put my money on Chelsea, but maybe for the Europa League. But I mean, <laughs> I would put your. That's actually a good spot to put your money on Chelsea Champions winning League. Europa. Yeah, first we need to like figure out if we're selling literally every single one of our star players or not, and then maybe eventually we could contest for something. But yeah, like I was saying, I, I don't know, like star breakout players. Like I've heard. Uh, Alexander Golovin's name be tossed around like he's he was pretty good I guess for the motherland mother Russia he played pretty well I just think like all these teams had such good tournaments and I kind of almost feel bad that not everyone won everyone should have got some sort of medal like (laughs) trying to think of a team I was most impressed with because um I mean, they were in Russia, so... You're not wrong. They, uh... I'm, I'm just trying to think of, like, a team that I was most impressed with. Because France was, like, impressive, but... You know, we... They were, like, obviously... We, we knew from the beginning that France would... It had the best team, though, so... It's yeah. not... It wasn't, like, a surprise. And I think that's why everyone... You know, who's sort of neutral wasn't pulling for France because they they kind of like, you, they were the like, of, oh yeah, I mean like okay, yeah. France like they've won it before. Like in the be back cool of your mind, you're back, like a, a dark horse story is what, is what we kind of all wanted. Which Croatia was like Croatia was a hundred percent a dark horse, massive dark horse. And in my honest opinion, I really don't think they should have been in the final. Like I just don't think so. Croatia, yeah, their running was. Was easier. Like, yeah, but their running was easy, and they struggled so hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a lot. Not a, I don't know. I haven't seen too much, but we were kept saying how Croatia, going into the final, played an extra full game with the amount of uh, extra time they played. So an extra full game in Russia, in the heat of a summer in Russia, and just like the the physic physicality of a World Cup, and yeah, the intensity time. times times at fi- least two a hundred. Like yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, so they played. They, they played extra time against extra time and penalty kicks against uh, Denmark, right? No, no, no. Yep. Are you sure? Yeah, they knocked Denmark yeah, out. Yeah, they right? knocked Denmark out in penalties. Yeah. Yeah. So extra time and penalty kicks against Denmark. Extra time and penalty kicks against Russia. Extra time against England. And then played France. So that's an extra game that they had to play, but. You, I mean, credit them for not looking gassed in the final either. They actually like competed for for the most part. I mean, until the class of the French players just like outweighed them. They they were they're just they like, were they were like competing though. You know they were they they didn't do bad this they in the no, final. They didn't no. do bad. I mean, I just think that that's what I'm saying. With I wasn't like overly impressed with one team that I the team I was actually most impressed with was probably Russia. You're right. And England right. a little bit, but, like, England, like, no one's ever fully impressed by England because, like, they're still England. Like, <laughs> you, and you you just look at them, and, you're, and yeah. then you look at Harry Maguire's face, and you're like, ah, oh, uh, I'm not impressed. impressed. Yeah, not impressed. England in the semifinals was crazy to watch and awesome if you were supporting them. And then they lose, and you're like, yeah, that's like, now we're back. We're back to just England. No, so. R- Russia was incredibly impressive, and any anyone that's saying that, Putin had a hand in them being good is just like you're out of your mind. Like uh, there's nothing he could. I mean no. he 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 could there's do definitely anything, something, but it's not like the, he like the refs were giving Russia calls or anything like that. It was just Russia playing really well like the whole time, the entire tournament. I actually think that a lot of these refs were really really shitty. Yeah, like if like these refs were bad for the most part. Yeah. I think uh, like not too many people caught this, but in the Belgium-France game, when it was one nothing in a probably like the 80th minute, um, the the official didn't give a call to Hazard when he got hacked down, like right on By the tip Giroux. of the uh, right on the top of the penalty area. By Giroud. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it would have been like a like an 
a really dangerous free kick spot and the ref wave play on, you see the replays and you're like, how the fuck is that not yeah. a foul? Uh, as, so so yeah. it's like little things like that, like the inconsistencies were, you know, were uh, across these refs where it's like shown, you know, they, they're different refing styles. I, um, so I don't know. Well, uh, did you watch most of the Croatia-England game or that was the one you didn't get to watch? I think there should have been no, red I watched cards that. in that I w- game. I watched, I watched most of that game. Dejan yeah. there should have been should have been so far out of that game it wasn't even funny. Yeah. He sucks. I fucking hate that guy. He's like, I don't know. There, There's like, other games were like, ref pretty well. I just think for the most part, you know. It's no, no to me, no standout teams, no standout players. Everyone was on like an even playing field. This is why it was so interesting. Yeah. Like Korea beats Germany the last day to kick Germany out. Right? When they were already eliminated too. Yeah, just to rub salt in there. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that so. is some funny, funny stuff. Yeah, so the World Cup was awesome, and now we're in a low period with MLS and the Internationals Cup, which nobody wants to watch anyway. I didn't um, watch it. I haven't watched it. No, it's it's just it's, it's just a way for young kids to try to impress their coach. It's really all it is. Just a showcase. Exactly. Um, yeah. But and the M- tickets are like four hundred dollars. Also oh, true. Such a joke. The MLS is heating up though in terms of of what we're looking like going into the run in here. Yeah, which is which is cool for us to have have New York, both New York teams, very very much very in the close. Picture. Yep, they can't both be in the final though, right? That's a dumb question. Um, I I think it's it's East it's East in it's yeah it's the two. It's like NBA. Yeah, it's like MLB, like AL NL, but and then they meet in the final. Yes, I believe so. So it's going to be an East Coast team playing a West Coast team. I really hope we're right about that because I. I'd be embarrassed if that were wrong. Eh, I, I, I think so, though. I mean, we're still... Uh, I mean, I'm still, like, newly getting into the MLS, to be completely honest. And I have season tickets, so... Yeah. Um, But the, I I honestly, like, am not... I'm impressed, like, by going to some of these MLS games on the weekends. Like, people are really into it. They have huge fan sections. They have... If you get to, like, a local MLS game, and I know... Most people listening are probably from the same area anyway, but tickets are dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. You 30 can, bucks, maybe? You can get really good tickets for 30 bucks. Go to a, a tailgate, get drunk, and if you're under 21, don't get drunk, and then just have a fun time. Everyone likes watching soccer live. It's so much better to watch live. Agreed. And then you can start getting into the MOS, and then we get better players, then we send them overseas... And then we win a World Cup, and that's how U.S. wins the World Cup in 2026 at MetLife Stadium. While we're pitch side. Yeah, while we, <laughs> by then, hopefully we'll have uh, credentials and we'll be there watching also. So do that also. Make that happen for us. Share and retweet and like and post. But <laughs> there's there has been... So many, like, lo- I feel like there's so many low-key cool things that happen in the MLS, and just no one talks about it. Like, Zlatan scored, like, 12 goals already. No way, really. Or nine goals or something. Damn, dude, that's insane. And he's just... And, he's, and he hasn't played, uh, like, in so many games either. I no, he's started yeah, only, he's like, 12 like... games or something. Yeah. yeah. And that's just started. He hasn't, like, been fully on board with all these games. He's already killing it. Wayne Rooney has negative two goals, which is something that I like. What do you mean? I don't know. I just, he sucks. I hate, <laughs> I hate Wayne Rooney. I just hate Wayne Rooney. Uh, I, I, Wayne Rooney was on um, Pardon My Take, I believe. And yeah, I talked to him, and, he, and yeah. he was like, you know, he's not like a fun English guy. He's kind of a bummer. He's yeah, he's not fun at all. He's not like a fun drinking. You know who he's kind of reminds me of but like i like this guy a lot more who's like a not fun englishman that's like always like just like super serious and like down to business who harry kane yeah he's that's because he's a 24 year old in a 34 year old body yeah he is not, he does not and lifestyle essentially. He, harry kane is a great i love harry kane i just think that 
he's just kind of, he just looks like a bummer all the time. He looks like he never wants to have fun. He's only 24. Like, the guy he, can probably shred. He's one of those kids that, you know, he's married, he has he's a married? baby. He's married and has a kid, yeah. Damn. And he's 24, 24 years old. Um, he probably this, has so much money, though, he, it's not even yeah, it's silly. a second thought. Yeah, but I mean, um, it's the kind of guy who, who he has such a competitive nature to him. Everything he does, you know, at least soccer related, that it like carries over into his like personal into being. Into his life. Yeah, so that's sort of how he is everywhere. Which I mean, whatever. I'm I can't judge. I can see that. I mean, hey, he's doing pretty well for himself, so good for him. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like a lot of the younger English guys are like down to have fun. I want to go to... We got to go to an England game. Yeah, you were right. Zlatan has 12. 12 goals? 12 goals. Two and Zlatan. there's only been 19 games a season, and I'm pretty sure he's played in probably like 10 of them. Yeah, I don't... No, I think he's... Or 12 of I them. think he's... Yeah, I think it's 12. 12 and 12 is just unbelievable. Yeah, but it's Zlatan. He is just the god. Zlatan can do anything. How old is Zlatan? He's like 33, probably. Isn't no, he? he's not the same age as Ronaldo. Ronaldo's 33. Who we're going to talk you about. You think he's, he's that much younger? No, I think Zlatan's older. Let's see. I I mean, not not about to just like hype up the MLS and then shit on it all in the same yeah, he's, segment. Yeah, he's 36. Zlatan? Which is insane. He's scoring, scoring bags of goals and he's 36 years yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, David Villa is 35, I think, but he's also like pretty hurt right now. Yeah, like, and I love how you see this across sports, like these players that'll come once in a lifetime or once ever, where it's like the LeBron's, it doesn't matter how old he is. If yeah, LeBron if they, is like a they, freak, Their yeah. bodies just don't wear. It's it's yeah. so strange. Like Zlatan really didn't have injuries his whole career, just the way he's built, and he's 36 and can fucking yeah. play with anyone. His, I'm pretty sure like he had a only lengthy injury recently for Man U, and it's because he was 35. I, st- I still can't believe that he wasn't on the national team. Yeah. I mean, they did pretty well without him. To I know. Be imagine what they could have done with him. I know. A lot of the players are like, oh, yeah, like we're better without him because he is the focal point. Like he does bring the, like, the game comes to him versus like him you know, I think being they a were team all, player. But... Nah, I mean, if you have to. But Matt, just use him as a sub. Use him as a fucking sub. Yeah, like on, those players guys. on the team were just butthurt that everyone's talking about Zlatan and nobody knows who else is on the <laughs> Swedish national team. They're I just actually like, can't. Right. Sebastian Larsson's the only one I can name. And Gronkquist or whatever his name is. is See, he, just because Swedish? I don't know. I mean, Swiss. I don't fucking know. Whatever. That's what I'm saying, though. They're all mad. They're like, all right, how about we... Stop talking about Zlatan, and I also am on this team, so... And you're interviewing me, so, like, let's not talk about Zlatan. So, but yeah, go to an MLS game. They're fun. They're interesting. There are uh, always, always free tickets available, so you might as well. But what else? Other, besides... So the biggest news... Honestly, the biggest news this month... I don't know if it was France winning the World Cup. I think the biggest news this month was Cristiano Ronaldo has a new team. And it's not Real I don't Madrid, I think it's I, not the MLS. I'll say those are equal news, equal. Isn't equal that news. crazy how one person leaving one player leaving a team could be just steal all the headlines all over the world and people like freak out about it? It's <laughs> One of, First the most, of all, one of the most watched players ever to live is Cristiano, so it's it's not really surprising, honestly, because it's him. Because yeah, him. because yeah, obviously. But like, so I wrote a blog about him leaving Madrid because I am. If you've listened to any of these episodes or know me at all, I'm a big, big Ronaldo fanboy. So <clears throat> when he left to play on Real Madrid, I was like, cool, I can watch and support Real Madrid now. Obviously, knowing that that's kind of being a front runner, but at the same time, I was doing it for a player, so you know, I don't really give a fuck anyway. So now that he's gone, am I allowed to be a Juventus fan? I don't think it matters if whether you're allowed or not because you're gonna just watch them no matter what. It's true, but there's a difference between like, you know what though? Like, I think that in 2018. You can have, like, your favorite team and, like, 
be it like a diehard supporter of that team and maybe have like a secondary team that you like a little bit. Yeah. But you could like other players from other team and like support that player. Like Tottenham and Chelsea are rivals, but I like I like Toby Alderweireld enough to hope he does well. Exactly. Like only reason I don't support Harry Kane that much is cuz I don't want him to score against me that much, <laughs> which he always fucking does. But there's like you can appreciate a player like I love Pogba and I hate Manchester United. Same with uh, Lingard and Rashford. Like, I like both of them. I just hate Man U. I can still do that. Anyway, so I don't think I'm going to be a Juve fan, but I think I'm going to watch him play for Juve. Juventus are going to be scary this year. I was going to say, I I don't know about PSG winning the Champions League. Well, look, I just looked at the odds, and um, PSG right now are 8-1. to So I'm going to book that. I'm going to book the fuck out of that. What do you think Juventus is though? Um, let me. I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> Give me one second. I We're ex- gonna I use exit the it Google out. machine. But <clears throat> also think about this. Think about Real Madrid's. Juventus are seven to one. Okay, so. so basically the same. Man City are the favorites. Ew, that's so stupid. It, I mean, it doesn't. It like it, these are just very early. So going into the season and you know all these transfers that happen, how how they play, these odds are for sure going to be changing. So I think it's an interesting. If you're a betting person, you know, it makes by the way, soccer way more cool. If yeah, you, if you're betting, really anything, way, we, way we'll more do cool. like we should do a video segment on betting odds and stuff. Yeah, it'll start with like excitement and end in tears. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. First of all, I don't think Manchester City are coming anywhere near winning the Champions League this year, or ever for that matter. They're never going to win the Champions League. You can write that down. <laughs> Tottenham are twenty-five to one. <clears throat> I mean, Chelsea aren't even on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's at least you have that's, odds. That's... <laughs> at least you have odds. But like, the, oh, what I was saying is, Real yeah. Madrid's journey to the finals started with. Uh, I don't know who it started with, but I know PSG and Juventus were both teams that they knocked out. So take away Ronaldo from that equation, like, depends on how much credit you want to give Cristiano Ronaldo. To which I say, most of it. I mean... Okay. Like, you still have great players on Madrid and also great players on Juventus. I think if you add Ronaldo to Juventus, they win the Champions League. Cause the, which is which is why they bought him. They bought him to win the Champions League. Yeah, that's Just like a huge exact, thing. I mean, and and that's why the deal. Like we were like, oh wow, I don't know if I could ever imagine that. Like I, frankly, couldn't imagine it. But then the more you thought about it, the more you got into the financials. It's it was very clear that Juventus were in a place now. They've been competing in the Champions League. They've made a few finals. But they, Maybe. they, they couldn't pull out. They didn't have the the power in the end to take take over. You know, like a Real Madrid or or whoever won before that. Atletico, I think, was before that. Um, no, Real Madrid won the past three years. No, no, yeah, but before that. Oh, like who they lost? To yeah, yeah, that? yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, they lost to Real Madrid this past year in the in the semis or the quarters. Yep, yep. Lost in the final to Real Madrid before that. Yep. And then I don't remember what they did before that, but I know before that they were either. One before that or two before that, they were in the final again against Barcelona. Yes. And so yes. they've been literally right there for the past, yeah. let's say, four out of five years, getting constantly knocked around by either Real Madrid or Barcelona, who arguably the next best team in the world. And now you add the the best player in the world and the guy that's been knocking you out. I think that is dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, and then on the flip side, you have Real Madrid, who you know have won every trophy in the book the past five years, and have a really good young team that they want to pull through. And so it just made sense not to pay Ronaldo, let Juventus, who's been fucking dying to win, so win a championship. Yeah, they need that Champions League. That's what they've so, been dying for. So yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't need to win eight Serie A titles. Like they, they, no, don't... no one, yeah, no one even like cares. Honestly, no one cares that they keep winning. If they if they if they lose the Serie A title and win the Champions League, everyone will be so hyped that they won the Champions League. It doesn't even so, matter. Like so, so yeah, it makes it makes sense. The move makes sense. I think it makes a lo- I I think it makes a lot of sense. 
and I, I am not mad about it. I wish I could watch him on Madrid more, of course, but the time, the clock was ticking for him to leave Real Madrid. It was just a matter of where is he going to go? And if you ask me to pick a team before, you know, all this happened, I would have said a team like Juventus or PSG or like AC Milan or a team that one is not Barcelona, two is not Manchester United or Manchester City because that would just suck. Would have <laughs> that, per- would suck. that would be horrendous to watch. Two, I would have maybe been like, hopefully he's just kind of like, you know, I'm 33, I'm kind of nearing the age where kind of done, maybe come to the MLS. I think 33 is young. I think he would he would be a waste at the MLS at this point. He's still too good. He's still agreed, almost agreed, and he'd probably get injured. In uh, yeah, because they're all ha- they're all hacking people. Still. They would hack him so much. Yeah, yeah. So I think that going to Syria uh, would is the best move for like someone like him. Yeah, and I think that it just cements the Messi Ronaldo debate in more favor of him. Yeah, but it's funny you bring that up because I was I was just about to say. Now we're kind of waiting to see what Messi does. Like we're kind of seeing, oh, is this is you know if it's, would he be willing to go somewhere no. else? I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. I think he wants to be the Barcelona guy. Like he wants to be like the. Which he is already, but he of is. Course, yeah, of course, course he is. But, but like I think he wants to be someone that is like so devoted to like the Barcelona and like the team and the culture. Like he went there when he was what like ten. Started yeah. in the academy, went all the way up, and grew into the arguably best player in the world. And I think that he is going to stay there and stay on the team until he literally can't do it anymore, just like Iniesta did, and eventually just retire from straight from Barcelona. What a, like, what a sad day that'll be. That'll that'll little suck, but that, that would be like that's just you know, in but the I soccer just world, it's just like the legends. Legends no longer being on your TV. You know? Yeah, it is, it, and especially when like him and him and Ronaldo retire will be like literally sad for the sport because they're probably the best players to ever play. Arguably, again, I think it, it's like it's like the MJ LeBron. Like you have to look at like the era of like not just them, but like who their competition is, and you have all these other great players that they're playing against, and still like completely obliterating them and just standout performances. I just don't... To me, and I'm obviously completely biased, though, if you're Ronaldo, you start at uh, Sporting Lisbon in Portugal at as a teenager. You're doing well enough that Sir Alex Ferguson, obviously one of the most decorated coaches and one of the arguably best coaches to ever coach a team, says that kid's going to be something. Let's get him over at Manchester United. Absolutely shines at Manchester United. In the Premier League, which is... If you don't think the Premier League is the hardest league, you're you're a big dum-dum. You're just a big dum-dum. Just watch, just watch the other leagues, like, a few games. And you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll quickly realize. Yeah. you And played amazingly well as an 18-year-old. Then goes to the biggest club in the world and breaks almost every record, becomes one of the highest paid players in the world becomes basically the face of the sport almost and is now ready to do that still yeah. in another league so if he can if he can bring some more glory i mean not that they needed the help but he's going to do it anyway he's on the team if he could win the champions league for them i don't think it's i don't think it's a question anymore of who's the better player because, yeah, you know, you know what's pretty funny is I could see it being like a Barcelona Juventus final, which is actually what I'm praying for. I would hope that they can, they can, the best player in the world will define themselves in a final in between a final? Barcelona and Juventus. Yeah. yeah, it's coming down to club club competition for them because I mean, honestly, if you look at national team and you can argue that Argentina and Portugal both went out on the same, what was it, the round of sixteen. It was they both left because yeah yeah um but Messi didn't do what do you have one goal do you even have a goal 
Yeah, he scored. He scored a goal? Yeah, so one goal. And Argentina's performance, though, was absolutely dog shit. They didn't even deserve to they be... They were the biggest disappointments of the tournament. Yeah, I I will 100% argue that. People are saying Brazil. I don't think Brazil was disappointment. I just think people have such high expectations for Brazil. It's yeah, exactly. almost unfair. Yeah, exactly. Like, relax. They're a young team. I get it. Brazil was won the most World Cups. Like, I get it. But relax. Like, they're young kids still. And Neymar is also still only 26 years old and just turned 26. You're riding on Messi. Like, you got to think that he's, one, just lost a World Cup final. Should have something to prove. Also, did absolutely nothing in that World Cup final, I think. It was very, very, very underwhelming. Wait, wait, who didn't do anything in the World Cup final? Messi. Against Germany. I don't think he did anything. No, he he's... Which is becoming a little bit of a, a, like a commonplace for him not to be really, really killing it in international, like important which international is, games. Yeah. Which is like a talking point, and you have to talk about it because... Yeah, you can't forget about it. Ronaldo has scored... An incredible amount of goals for Portugal. He's oh, he was. I know he got hurt in the Euro final and had to come out at what like the thirty fifth, fortieth minute. It was the thirty fifth minute. But if you watched Portugal like on their way to that final, no way they get anywhere near that final if it wasn't for him. Exactly. And he's he they won the final and apparently a lot of the players said that their motivation was him at halftime. They were like he what he said was like. We're doing this. Like, let's go. Like, we got this. We could do this. So, even if... And you see Messi, like, pregame Argentina, like, rubbing his face. Like, doesn't look like he wants to be there at all. And you have, like, Ronaldo, like, carrying the team on his back. And you look up the, the supporting crew for Portugal versus Argentina. You have the, some of the other best players in the world in Argentina. You have Higuain, Aguero... Di Maria, Paulo Dybala, Mascherano, who I hate, but he's a good player. You have a lot of good players that should be helping out. And then you look at Portugal. Who's the next best player on Portugal? Ricardo Quaresma? Pepe? Quaresma's a baller. He is a baller. He's a thug. Like Nani, barely. Like so Nani old. Nani wasn't on the... So old. Yeah, he wasn't even there. Uh, Andre Silva? Who's Okay. Exactly, like yeah. all these players who are like decently okay. They they don't even have they don't even have their like what they were claiming to be their like next like the world's next big center mid in Renato Sanchez. Like they didn't even bring him. Yeah, so it's like it's like he literally didn't. Who have... was incredible in the Euro also? Yeah, but he well, who was young exactly too. He's like exactly. twenty years old. Exactly. I I actually really hope Renato. Um, yeah, I saw he scored in the international cup yesterday the for Bayern. Bayern. Yeah, he actually is back on the field, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. The the point is, Portugal was 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 nothing without Ronaldo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Which is is, I just think it's a talking point of something you need to bring up because you're looking at, you know, I'm gonna bring up MJ and LeBron again, but there's only the NBA regular season and postseason. You can measure it by trophies. You can measure it by stats. That's really all there is. But with soccer players, you have club competitions, national team, goals, appearances, trophies won. Like, you have all this shit that you put into it. And if Ronaldo's played at... If you're going to list the three biggest uh, leagues in the world, I would go Premier League, Spanish League, Italian League. I just think that is Premier League... Actually, I don't know, German, maybe... Premier League, Spanish League, German League, then Italian League. But I think it's a toss-up. But I just think if he can perform at Juventus, I don't know how long his contract was. I think it was two years, two or three years. But if he can bring them just one Champions League, I just don't see the argument anymore. I think it's Ronaldo all the way. Because I I don't know. Unless Messi just decide to leave Barcelona, which would be... That's why I kind I kind of I kind of hope that because I think it'd be interesting. I think it changed the change the dynamic a little bit. You know? He is two years younger, so he has. This is true. He has flexibility. He bit. has the time. The time is on his side, to decide what he wants to do. But I do hope he does also because I think it would be an interesting move for like supporters all over the place. But I also just don't think he's going to because I think he wants to be 
like like someone like Toti who goes through the youth academy and stays on a team for two, 20 years, two decades, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just like is the face of that team. I just don't see him really wanting to do it. I, I think he's too important to the team to do it. Like you could like Ronaldo was as important as he was to Real Madrid. You almost feel like no player is important enough to Real Madrid because they're always trying to buy the next best thing. Exactly. They're always trying to bring in the next best guy and Yeah. And you know, they've yeah. been such a successful club since basically the game started <laughs> that they've just had all this money. Like they haven't like acquired like City is like they just got bought out and had all this money to start spending. And they're just paying players out the ass because of some rich Saudi guy who is funding all this. Like, Ramajan has earned their money. And same with Barcelona and Juventus, honestly. Yep. These are, like, three of the oldest clubs in the world. And they've earned their reputation and their money and their funds through, like, players and creating this persona of being, like, a Galactico or like a what's Barcelona like Blaugrana I think yeah or like playing for like the old lady is Juventus's nickname so I there's a lot of there's a lot that can happen I think this coming season is going to be the best Champions League season we we're, we're going to see in a while because you almost had a feeling last season that Real Madrid was going for it all again yep. But they I own, think they own the Champions League, so I I agree that I think this year it's gonna be it will be anyone's game. It'll be anyone's game, and it'll be an absolutely like brilliant campaign. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's room for, like you said, Barcelona to win. I think there's room for Real Madrid to win again. I think Bayern can win. I think Juventus can win. I think PSG could win. I think that I honestly, if you put a gun to my head and say pick a. EPL team that's gonna win the Champions League, I would probably pick Spurs. Not just saying that because I'm looking at you right in the face, <laughs> but I, I I can't look at your face and actually like take that seriously. I know I I do think that I, if I, you had to I pick a team, I mean it's for what it's worth. I do appreciate. That. Look, they tied Real Madrid. Yeah, they. I know they played real. Okay, so against the two teams that are like you know, like we're talking about Juventus Real, you know. They, they got they results against both those absolutely teams. Absolutely played brilliantly against both of them. Yeah, yep. they got they got results against both those teams, and they were like relatively unlucky that Paolo Dybala ended up being fit for the second leg at yeah. Wembley, and ended up scoring the winning. Wait, he scored the winning goal, right? Uh, yeah, Paolo Dybala. Yeah, yeah. So, it, they it was just honestly, it was an unlucky, unlucky uh, game for them. Like it could also, have easily gone that way, and and Juventus, you know, and who knows what happened after that. Also, factor in that getting to Wembley and playing in a stadium that is still in London, a little bit outside London actually, but not their home stadium. Wembley is huge. You can't, you could probably fill it for a Champions League. Not fill it, but fill it enough with people that you're still the home team. But playing at a home away from home is not an easy thing. And Spurs still managed to, you know, and playing in a new stadium might be also a little bit tricky, but there's just a lot going into this year that new managers, transfers, Chelsea might basically lose all their star players and we're probably going to get relegated this season. <laughs> so there's that. But I, I do think if you, if you're not a Champions League watcher or like, I know it's hard because games are mostly on during work hours. You gotta start this season. This is the season to fucking make a fucking pie chart. Fill it with a couple teams you think you might want to watch if you're not a fan of someone. And just throw a dart at it and watch that team and support that team. And bet on them too. And bet on them. Betting on Champions League or even playing DraftKings. No free ads, but that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun if you want to do that. There, um, I just think, yeah, I think this season is going to be one of the better Champions League contests we've ever seen. Just like coming off of a great World Cup, go straight into Champions League. 
My voice cracked. No. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then going, you know, break for what? When's the Euros? Two years from now? Yep. Two years. Two years from now? Go right. Get a little bit of warm. There's actually this thing called the UEFA, like, Nations League. And it's this year. This is the first first time? Yeah. It's basically another Euro. That's like the gist of it. And it's like the weirdest thing. We're going to, I actually think that the best thing to do is to, because I don't really honestly know what it is, but to do like uh, an explanation video of this nation's league. If we, we can start doing that. We're going to start doing some video stuff for everybody. Yeah, we got cameras now. Yeah, we got cameras now. So we're going to start doing video stuff when the, when the leagues start. Um, like I said before, we had a little lull in our podcast recording from the World Cup because we were very busy just doing things. Mainly just busy trying to hide our boners from every game. Yeah, that's true. We had we had to do that. I had some big boners for some of the games. Holy <laughs> shit. The England the England Columbia game, I had a big boner after that game. But with that being said, this coming season we are trying to ramp up basically everything we're doing in our content life with videos. Luke has a new Instagram page. Good called, plug, bro. Good plug. It's called LG, LG Techers, right? Yeah. T E K K E R S. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna somehow. You, did you post it on our Instagram? Um, not yet, but I'm was planning to. Like, yeah. You we'll know, you a, can like repost or whatever. Yeah. You know, we'll yeah. we'll we'll start. Just like it'll be like a linked, it'll be a different account, but it'll just there'll be a link, or a, an at a tag a hat what a fucking hashtag what is it called? Whatever it? like uh, a yeah, profile yeah. like you'll be able to find the profile easily. Um, we're gonna start hopefully ramping up our Instagram again, which we kind of forgot about, <laughs> and then like I said, videos are coming once the new season starts, which is pretty soon. What's the date? August eighteenth or something I think like that. August tenth. August tenth. It starts pretty soon. I know that. Which by yeah, that's like uh, that's extremely soon actually. Yeah, basically by the time. God bless soccer for not I having know, that like, much of a break. There's no lull. Like I've been waiting so long for fucking football to start again, but I don't really give a fuck about football. Um, the, <laughs> the EPL season. I'm pretty sure it starts like it's no, either. Right. It is the tenth. It is the tenth. I believe, I, I'm like pretty sure it's the tenth. Um, the eighth or the tenth. The eighth would be like, you know, like two weeks. Yeah, that's that's like essentially what it is. Yeah. Okay, it's the tenth. So the season Premier League season starts on the tenth, and usually, you know, other seasons follow pretty quickly after that. So what we're trying to do is a lot of video, a lot of just extra content. Other than just like podcasts and tweets, we're gonna we're gonna ramp everything up. Yeah. So you won't just hear our beautiful voices. You'll you'll you'll, you'll watch our our faces. our faces, you know, in different places. We um. <laughs> so what I suggest doing is following us on Instagram, which is at Pitchside Podcast, and then you'll be able to also follow Luke's account, which is at LG Techers. Follow us on Twitter. Sorry, I forgot what it, what it was. Which is at Pitchside Pod. Um, we or I am going to try to also blog very frequently, or at least more frequently. And the website you can find those at is at uh, PitchsidePodcast.com. Yep. Yeah. So that's where we have all of our stuff. We're gonna try to basically become a media empire and you guys are going to help us so yeah just be on the lookout for fun videos they're all going to be funny nothing serious we're gonna when the season starts we're going to get back to our old uh podcast i guess like maybe we'll try to do segments too if we get real freaky (laughs) i don't know i mean i don't know i like the way you think got some stuff to plan out we're gonna get back to our old like news story bullshit like wrap around um and then like big news 
stories as well to talk about. But we definitely have a lot of fun shit coming down the pike. And I think you guys, if we still have listeners, our first listeners are going to start to get a lot more, a lot, a lot more us, a lot, a lot more content. Yeah. It's all more about you. More, content more for you. Yeah. We'll start, like Luke said, betting stuff. We'll have just funny videos. We'll just have a whole, whole nine yards. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Be on the lookout. Have a hell of a week. Egyptian.